Welcome to How's the Market, our weekly real-time look at what's happening in the U.S. housing market, powered by data from Altos Research. We talk here about the latest data, and if you want to see all the charts, all the inventory, prices, supply and demand that we reference in the show, head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Altos Research, and enjoy the data. Inventory is still growing nationally the week before Thanksgiving. It's very late in the season. Uh, last week, it looked like inventory had peaked for the year, which I announced in this video, and uh, I was wrong, and we had another week uh, with more home sellers than before. This increase in inventory is from slightly more new sellers testing the waters. Sellers have been holding back all year, and maybe now they are finally starting to relent. As you dive deeper into the data, you'll see that while the inventory gains are not isolated to any one market, uh, they are dominated by the Florida markets. And I'll share some local details today in the video. Uh, should we be worried about inventory gains that are this far out of season? Does this mean the uh, long-predicted housing market crash is finally upon, upon us? Probably not. Uh, the one thing greater inventory probably does mean is more transactions in 2024. And that's a good thing. More sellers means more sales. Uh, inventory is growing less restricted. The number of sales is improving and prices are holding up. So these are cautiously optimistic signals for the housing market in 2024. At Altos Research, we track every home for sale in the country every week. We track all the pricing, all the supply and demand, all the changes in that data, and we make it available to you before you can see it in the traditional channels. Uh, this market continues to surprise, so let's follow the data and see what we can learn. I'm Mike Simonson. I'm the founder of Altos. Let's take a look at the latest U.S. housing market data for November 20th, 2023. There are now just under 570,000 single-family homes unsold on the market. That's up half a percent from last week. It's a few thousand more homes on the market across the country this week than last. It's not a lot, but, but normally November inventory is declining each week. So uh, this is an unseasonal gain. Inventory is now a fraction more than last year at this time. The number of unsold homes on the market is still 36% fewer than in 2019 before the pandemic. So two ways to read this. One is that sellers are starting to get used to the new normal and the deep drought of homes for sale is finally starting to turn. That's an optimistic view for 2024. Another way to read this is, you know, for the housing crash crew, the, the inventory is climbing in November, and that must mean that sellers are panicking. They're trying to get out now. Maybe their Airbnb is bust and they have to unload. Um, maybe their taxes have adjusted higher and they can't afford the payments. So maybe they're afraid of the economy. Uh, if uh, we look at the long-term trend of homes on the market, though, it's it's obvious our, our shortage is not over yet. In 2019, there were 877,000 single-family homes on the market compared to just 570,000 now. I've included annotations on the chart so you can compare inventory over the years. It's also notable, the far right end of the chart, chart how um, much... Uh, more slowly the increase of inventory for 2023 is. It's not fast gains. Last year, the inventory gains were much, much 
more abrupt, much faster. The mortgage rate shocks last year were much more dramatic than they are this year. Um, this is one of the signals that I use to interpret that increasing inventory isn't a panic scenario. It's more like normalization. Mortgage rates are higher, and that generally leads to more inventory, more selection for buyers. The market is trying to get back to a balance that it saw earlier in the decade. It is worthwhile to look at the parts of the country where inventory is growing. It turns out that it's the Florida markets that are dominating the list of where inventory is growing right now. Sarasota, Miami, Tampa are all leading the country with more new listings this November. The Texas markets have more homes on the market now than last year, uh, but, but the increase this month is much less abrupt than Florida. So this is a signal to me that the market is normalizing in Texas. We're seeing more sellers in Texas, and that implies more sales for the coming year. Uh, pending sales are ticking up in Houston and Dallas right now, for example, year over year. So that's another, another data point to confirm my assumption. In this table, I have the 50 biggest metros sorted by inventory growth in November. See the Florida market, Sarasota, Miami, Tampa, Fort Myers are in red at the top. Um, if you look at the year-over-year uh, -year change column, the middle column, the, the red cells, you'll see more of the Texas markets, which show about 30% more homes on the market now than last year in the Texas markets. There's only a handful, including uh, Austin, San Antonio, and Memphis, that have more inventory now than in 2019. Most of the country has far fewer homes unsold on the market now than before the pandemic. Inventory remains very restricted. In social media posts this week, if you follow me on Twitter or LinkedIn, I will post the full version of this chart so you can see all 50 markets. I pulled this data from the Altos Advanced Analytics platform. And if you are interested in having this type of insight for your work on the housing market, you should subscribe to Altos and get the Advanced Analytics platform. You can book a conversation with our team to uh, get you up to speed and get you the data yourself. So inventory is climbing in November. How worried should we be? Uh, it is important to keep in mind that the new listings are still way fewer than pre-pandemic. So there are fewer sellers now each week than in normal years. There's no flood of sellers. We're not anywhere close to a market with a glut of homes for sale. Do not confuse this turn at the bottom of the market with a crash. Hopefully, what we're seeing is the end of this very restricted seller trend of the last 18 months. Uh, maybe it's finally starting to recover. Uh, I get comments all the time about a housing crash, of course. I don't, I don't have a clear view of why we would have a flood of sellers. I don't buy the argument that homeowners are hurting with inflation or the economy uh, and are, they're going to suddenly sell. They're going to leave us with a glut of homes on the market. I, I don't see it anywhere. Um, we're a long way from those types of conditions. But we finally have slightly more new listings each week than last year. This week, 58,000 single-family homes hit the market. Of those, 9,000 went into contract immediately with buyer offers. There, are more, there were, were more immediate sales this week than the same week a year ago. Uh, and so in this chart, each bar is the total count of new sellers per week. The taller the bar, the more the sellers. 
Uh, each week now, each week, we're just a bit taller than the year prior. So I drew the dotted line horizontally so you can compare to last year at this time. The light portion of the bar are the immediate sales. So we're watching this chart to make sure there's not some flood of sellers or that the immediate sales don't shrink to nothing. We want nice, robust growth in both buyers and sellers. So fingers crossed that that's what the new year brings. The data so far implies to me that any increase in inventory we get in the market this fall is actually going to help home buyers in the spring and that 2024 will have more home sales than this year. I've mentioned this for a few weeks in a row now. Uh, this may be the bottom of the housing recession where we slowly claw our way back to more normal conditions from here, especially if mortgage rates stay over 7% for the year. Uh, here's how to view the market turning into the corner in terms of numbers of homes for sale. This is a chart of the uh, number of homes with contracts pending each week. There are only 304,000 single family homes in the pending stage right now. This is still very low. The sales rate has been very low all year long. Uh, demand from home buyers was low, but supply has been restrict has been constrained from from sellers as well. So uh, the sales rate started the year with 30% fewer homes in contract. Now there are only 3% fewer. The dark red line is the curve of sales for this year, the bright red line from last year. You see how they're converging now at the right end of this chart? Uh, as we've shown above, there, there are slightly more sellers this fall, and that implies that we will have slightly more transactions in the coming months. If a house gets listed now, it gets an offer in December or January, that's when it moves from the active listings to the pending set. And then those sales close in Q1. The trajectory of, of the improving sales rate looks like maybe before the end of the year, we'll start showing year-over-year -year home sales gains. Remember, this is the quantity of transactions happening. The 2023 housing market recession has, has been marked by very few transactions happening. Uh, it sure looks to me like we're at the bottom and starting to round the corner. This more sellers means more sales. So let's keep watching. Do these lines cross? Does it happen before the end of the year? Maybe, maybe before the end of the year. Um, home prices, though, are the other factor in a housing recession. The industry cares about the number of transactions. Consumers care about home prices. And even while the number of transactions fell dramatically in the last 18 months, home sales prices have not fallen. The uh, median price of single-family homes in the U.S. is now $428,000. That's a couple percent higher now than in 2023. Um, it, it, uh, higher now in 2023 than, than where home prices finished 2022. 2022, a couple percent higher than last year. Uh, the dark red line on this chart is the median list prices. Uh, I've annotated the chart so you can compare where the curves were last year at this time, and you can see how we're higher than last year at this time. The median price of the newly listed cohort is $380,000 this week. That's also higher by a few percent than in 2022. Uh, that's the bright red line on this chart. We can uh, use the price of the new listings to see that there, you know, there are slightly more sellers sneaking onto the market now, but those sellers are not feeling downward price pressure. Uh, it's wise to use the price of the new listings as an 
early leading indicator to know where home sales prices in the future will land. In aggregate, sellers and the listing agents know exactly where to price their home. Uh, any given home may be over or underpriced, but in aggregate, the seller's list prices are very close to the final sales price. So pay attention to the price of the new listings each week. If, for example, we're worried that sellers might be panicking, like as of right now, we see a few more sellers and no downward price pressure on asking prices. I think that's very telling. It's uh, the parts of another part of this story that that the market is nearing a transition to a slightly more healthy next year. If, on the other hand, this inventory increase from this month was accompanied by prices inching lower, that would be a bearish sign. Uh, but it's not what we see in the data at this moment. Uh, we have the Thanksgiving and Christmas weeks uh, yet to complete this year. See the two big dips each year in the in the bright red line. That's still to come. It'll be interesting to, to me to see if if those and above or below last year's holiday low points. Uh, this year's seasonal trend has been less dramatic, and so I wouldn't be surprised to see that continue. And we'll finish the year with a couple percent home price gains over 2022. If you need to help buyers and sellers see this change first, you should join us at Altos. People need help understanding this fast-changing market, and they need to hear it from you. Go to altosresearch.com and book a free consult with our team. We will help you to know how to talk about the data with your clients and prospects today. There's a link in the description below to join us. Click that, and let's get started. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Appreciate you very much. Back next week.